0: Hey everybody back to thanks to Josh. Josh is our production manager, I guess would be called, and he decided to just do what he wants now. Hey, welcome back to <laughs> welcome back to the Immortals Inc. Podcast. Uh my name is Carlos Robles, uh part owner and uh guy who pays the bills in Immortals Inc. Most of them when I want to. And then uh we got uh the co conspirator i don't know what i'm talking about anyway nate's here he's gonna talk about he's our our role-playing guy he's gonna talk about what are we talking
1: about today today we're talking about blades
0: in the dark all right so we're gonna get to that it's another role-playing game we enjoy role-playing games a lot for some reason oh they're here at a game store they're awesome bunch of weirdos no i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) well let me go over some uh some latest stuff coming in you got any uh well the new white door's out it's the beginning of uh june been out for about a week so Apocalypse is coming Did out we soon. We just got it.
1: Apocalypse? Yeah. The Sisters of Battle
0: is coming out too. Oh,
1: yeah. That's going to that be a con- I, I think And just- contrast paints. The, oh, the that's magic out now. of the contrast paints. Is there they any good? Uh, I have yet to actually put one on a model, but I've seen people who have. And Yeah. Yeah. I well, think we they amazing. The, we got the whole line, the spray paints, and everything. Yeah, be so picking come some on up down. I'll be picking some up later. Yes, <laughs> you will. No I, mean. <laughs> no, I will. I think, to be honest, I think you'll see a lot more painted armies just because of those paints. Really? Oh, yeah. They're that the, good? The, the way they work, yeah. It looks like you just put it on, and it does like three processes. It's, it's like a, a putting on a base coat and a wash at the, at the same time. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want to go back and high, I mean, you can get your army to a tabletop standard, whatever and like, yeah, much up. quicker, much. Oh, quicker.
0: that's cool. So, yeah, they they really pumped them up, and we were going back and forth about whether she get the whole line, but I did. So mm-hmm. hopefully, oh, hopefully I, I made the out. right choice. Oh. So, oh, right. uh, what else did we get? We got Inquisitions or Acquisitions Incorporated for D anD guess it's an offshoot of the. It was a webcast or something. A web podcast. Is a live stream. Yeah, it's a live stream podcast version. The, oh. The, it's an actual phys, uh, Wizards product. Oh, wow. So it came out. So that's out. And there was a, <laughs> it's one of those things that a few people that want it knew about it and came in. It's like oh, kind yeah. of, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of cool. I haven't looked at it yet. Is it like a, a setting or is it a? Uh, I don't know. Like more yeah, I guess it's a source book.
1: I've, I've heard about that. I just, I didn't know it got anything with published yeah, or anything.
0: I, maybe, yeah, really maybe we'll have cool. somebody knows what they're talking about coming here. We'll talk
1: about it. Get Laura,
0: yeah. We'll get Laura in here and have her spiel about it. Um, and that's the oh, and the sinister secret of salt marsh. The the salt marsh revisited. Yeah, the core book came out. We actually have that core book. We have a few uh, special edition covers still left. It's kind of creepy looking though. It's like a big squid guy. Anyway, but special
1: uh, edition is always great.
0: Though. Yeah, the the covers are nice. So if you're you're looking to complete your cover collection, we still have a few. Um, the Expanse RPG came out. Yes, uh is that something
1: you'd be interested in looking at? Yeah, actually, I, okay. I've, I've heard I've heard mixed things about it, but I think more good than bad.
0: All right, that's cool. We also got Over the Edge RPG. Now,
1: I've heard more bad than good about that uh, one. Oh no! However, uh, go on. Everybody, every review that I have is very slanted. Like. Very biased. There's very few, like, reviews that you will ever read where it's like, this is what this does. It's always like, uh, it might not negative, be that person's yeah. type of play. You know what All I mean? Right.
0: Well, we got that one, too. I know that's an older game. The Expanse is newer. I think that's Space Adventure, right? Yeah. All right. Is it like the... the? Uh, I, I'm not even going to guess. I don't even know. I know it's space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you know what it is and you want it, we got it. Um, General Handbook 2018. 19. is coming out this weekend too, 7 to Saturday for Age of Sigmar. Yes, the, uh, Which the we other have, side of the coin. We yeah. have an Age of Sigmar league that started today. Oh, awesome. So uh, we'll right. see how that goes. If you but, like fantasy. Yeah, I've gotta, gotta, been playing a few games here and there. And Not me, but uh, yeah. I mean, it looks cool. But... No, I like Age yeah. of Sigmar. It's, w- waste. They, they, it, it's starting to come back around. I know yeah. when uh, Age of Sigmar came out, they redid fantasy. Yeah. Warhammer Fantasy and everybody. That's, that's
1: what turned me off to it. I used to love the old settings well, so much. They came
0: back. They're coming back around. But oh, I think they had to redo the system. That's that's a whole other podcast discussion I think we yeah. talked about before. But they had to redo the system. Yeah. And uh, I, I think it's good. They, they rebooted it. Yeah. And a lot of people got crazy about it. And uh that the ones who invest well i know 48th eighth, yeah.
1: eighth edition 40k is based off of the revisions yes, made on, on yes yes on Age so, of Zygmar, so
0: uh but i think it's coming around if people realize okay i can still use my old armies i can still have the big battles i can do all this stuff and it's still play and it's good so i'm talk about i've got a whole bunch of new dice for role playing got casino dice casino dice yeah just balanced rolled casino oh, dice, straight okay. up like big old one one thousand when you're of micron that, type of yeah, dice yeah when you're running that thing in your basement where you're uh, or you want to get two packs of them and uh, so you have mm. to roll your ability scores for rpgs they're they're balanced for the casinos so you know they're good right josh josh hates when everybody I buy, has I, their I lucky josh hates it's when around. i buy stuff like that <laughs> <laughs> i think it's cool though i think people want it i do want them oh what else is going on Got the new special uh, high end uh, gaming room up and, which is almost awesome. running. Is we had awesome, a few yeah. people using it, but we got a what is it? The table of ultimate gaming, a yes. private area. Yeah. It's got all that stuff. We're gonna we're gonna really write up something nice and post next week something. yeah, post next week. And we're gonna be you can rent it uh, for your private games and everything like that. I'm still working on a door. But I want to get a glass door on it to make it nice so people can look in, but. Oh, so no
1: strippers and blow.
0: Okay. Whoa, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. Well, you said private yeah. room, you know. I guess, we get a, I guess we get a curtain if you really have to you go. Know, that's that's how you start all your role-playing games. I guess we'll get a, 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 a curtain. That'll cost me another $5. <laughs> anyway, we'll have it. But it's really cool. It's really nice. If you just at the store, stop in. And if nobody's using it, you can uh, ask and take a look at it. Uh, da, 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 da. flavor text is taking a break are they taking a longer break are they uh a few, weeks. a few weeks yeah flavor text are board game guys but they're still answering online and everything like that and you check out some of their old videos but they're on a break right now
1: and they have tons of content yeah right? they i mean if, honestly they do. If, you, if you're looking for a game check it out and see if they've reviewed it or played it mm-hmm. you know beforehand because it, they've it done a lot of a lot of games yeah
0: so that's cool uh, what else? TCG is still going strong. Our uh, yeah. online sales. If you go to our website and it's store, it'll take you right down to our singles. We got Shalit in the back, slinging cards. So uh, hopefully, we're going to be adding Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh! and some of the other games the big, as we go. All the big yeah, ones, yeah. All the big ones. And uh, oh, we are getting a little more, uh, a little more active. So we're getting a lot more people. So. We have nights scheduled for D&D and, I don't know I to say Tokyo, uh, Tuesday Night Modern and Magic and everything like that. Mm-hmm. We have different events for different nights. Uh, always come or call and say, hey, I want to play 40K. Can I play tonight? Or I want to play Age of Sigmar. Is there tables? Like Wednesday, there wouldn't be any. Sometimes on Fridays, there won't be. But right. uh, always call because <laughs> we've already had some – you know, people show up and they're like, oh, especially Magic. I love the Magic guys. Man, every we a Wednesday night. It's packed in here and, you know, nothing but role players from wall to wall. And then they're like, well, we want to play a eight-person commander game. Well, I don't. I don't have any room. <laughs> can t- Well, they got to tell these people to move. I go. No, we're not telling anybody to move. <laughs> so just be polite and be, you know work with everybody yeah, and, and just then check. You know, and if if you want to, hey, we want to play this night. All right, we'll figure it out. We'll make right. your room. So you to be a common. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean. You, you can always come in, like especially before four or five. It's yeah. usually you know you there's usually plenty of room if you want to come play. I know, but you know, in the evenings it gets a little more crowded. So just be yeah. you know just be considerate
1: of your and clothes. you're obviously going to cater to the to the night. What, yeah, whatever the night is, a, that special. Dungeons know. and Dragons night, you're not going to be like, all right, you, you D&D players, yeah, take you a hike so these gotta guys go, can play. got to go on the parking
0: lot. Right. But no, <laughs> that's, no, it's just, you know, be a little, you know, give us a minute, you know, we'll right. figure it out. We've made, we've expanded several times and we make room as we can. And, you know.
1: We'll, and we'll, that's not a bad problem to have. Right. Well, well, no, but, <laughs> but yeah, but everything's online too. Work, work with me. You, you guys, you guys do it. This, this store does a great job of posting I think we, answer, stuff online, I think we and, answer Facebook pretty quick. I yeah. mean, Josh is plugged directly
0: into the computer, so I think he just answers he's, with he's his He's the brain. local cyborg. Yeah. It's, it's pretty impressive. I wonder if it's, I could do that.
1: You think we could do that? That'd be awesome, wouldn't it?
0: Elon <laughs> Musk. good, <laughs> <Let's get laughs> <of> Elon <laughs> Musk. I want to plug this guy into my computer. I'll do it. A uh, la. <laughs> uh, uh, what's that? Uh, Johnny Pneumatic. Oh. <laughs>
1: Such a bad movie, but yeah. <laughs> what? You don't want to have a dolphin as a consultant? <laughs> I was thinking Ready Player One, but yeah, Johnny <laughs> Mnemonic too. <laughs> no, no, John, Johnny Mnemonic. That's <laughs> actually,
0: Ready Player One would be what you'd want it to be. Yeah, it would ja- end up
1: Johnny Mnemonic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nose bleeds from just, just looking at a screen. Yeah. yeah.
0: wait, I I, cha- <laughs> I open up another paid uh, web browser. <laughs> My brain just fried. All right. So anyway. All right. Enough of that Nonsense. Let's get to Nate and uh, Blades in the Dark by...
1: Uh, John Harper, uh, put out by Evil Hat Productions. Uh, this was a Kickstarter. Um, all right, so... Kickstarter. Ugh. Yeah, it was a, this was Kickstarted. I want to say, say a few years ahead. ago.
0: Not nah, Kickstarter. Oh, always. Kickstarter makes me laugh. good
1: Hey, Gets good stuff like this out, I'm, I'm all for it. Um, so, let's just start off with the basics. Book itself, nice hardbound. 300 plus pages, uh, and it is jam-packed with everything you need to play this game. So this is a complete system, setting, everything you need is right here in this book. Um, the artwork is good. It's not spectacular, but it's really good, and it definitely portrays the the setting well. So it's not like, like last time we did uh, Low Life, and I mean, Andy put literally art on every single page and it was gorgeous and it probably got spoiled by that yeah yeah yeah, a little bit but like i said the the artwork's not spectacular but it is good it is good and and anything that helps get a visual for a setting is is fantastic uh the layout it's pretty flowing so it's not hard to read it it goes from one chapter to the other pretty well and segues in it also has a really good index which i found is always helpful with, with any books like so you can navigate the book really well uh $30 $30 about US. What's it on the back? Should it says uh I
0: think those come on the back. $30? Yeah, $30. Okay.
1: So $30 US. At least that's what it says on the book.
0: Yeah, that whatever it says on the back is what it yeah, is. It's
1: $30. So uh game itself. Uh it's a sandbox narrative game. Uh it really focuses heavily, heavily on story and uh the narrative. Uh you play a scoundrel. Uh, who was part of a crew trying to build a criminal empire on the dark, haunted streets of a Victorian-era industrial fantasy city. Uh, wow. So you are performing heists and other criminal activities to increase your wealth, reputation, and power while trying to neutralize the threats of rival gangs, powerful noble families, vengeful ghosts, other evil spirit, supernatural creatures, uh, the blue coats of the City Watch, and even your own vices. Uh, it is by far, by far one of the most unique games I have ever read through. Um, I really, really like the premise of it and the concept of this game. It's awesome. Uh, however, the rules are a bit clunky, but we'll, we'll get into that first off though. I got to start with the setting now bear with me on this one. Cause this, uh, I had to write it out cause it's, it's, I find it to be spectacular, right? So go on. All right. So you play a group of scoundrels building a criminal empire in, in a dark industrial fantasy city. The game hey, takes place. No. <laughs> <laughs> the hey, game takes place in Dark uh Duskval, a cold, foggy city in what we would associate with our own Earth's second industrial revolution. So like about the 1870s. So you have like trains, steamboats, printing presses, simple electrical technology, carriages, and you know, black smog from tons of chimneys. Uh so the city itself, imagine like a mashup of London, Venice and Prague, like every square inch of it though, is completely covered with some kind of human con- construction. So you have these, uh, tall towers and sprawling mansions amid stacked row houses with, uh, tons of twisted streets, uh, crisscrossed with hundreds of waterways and bridges and elevated walkways. Um, that itself is pretty cool. On top of that, it's also a fantasy city. So it's in perpetual darkness because a thousand years ago, there was a cataclysm that shattered the sun and opened the gates of the deadlands. Uh, so to keep out these vengeful spirits, the entire city is surrounded by these lightning towers that literally produce arcs of lightning between them to keep these things out. Uh, those are run by electroplasmic blood from demonic terrors that live in the Void Sea all around it. Uh, these terrors are hunted by Leviathan ships owned and operated by the aristocracy. Basically, you're in a haunted Victorian-era city trapped inside a protective literal wall of lightning that is powered by demon blood. That, to me, is freaking awesome. <laughs> like When I read that, what? I'm like, this... this is right up my alley. Victorian steampunk, dark horror. Uh, it's great. So nobody lives outside the city? It's very, it is very dangerous to travel outside of the city because of what lurks there. Is there more cities? Uh, they, there's 74 pages of this book devoted completely to the city. Oh, and so okay. it goes to, it gives a breakdown of all the movers and shakers, all of the, uh, like. Uh, this is just like diagrams one, okay. and everything. I okay. mean, it, it's, it's. It's just the city no, itself a city and everything in world, but the world around it, they, they talk about a little bit, but not to huge, it's it's not that it's unimportant because yeah, yeah. you can have characters from different parts of it and it talks about the history of this world a bit too, mm-hmm. but they don't go into a huge amount of depth. They really focus on just the city. And it makes sense because this type of setting creates what you need for the game, which is like a pressure cooker um, because you're, you're playing criminals. Yep. So you can't just like leave town till the heat dies down. So you have to deal with all of the consequences of whatever actions you take. Yeah. And it works well hand in hand with with the type of game that this is. I just that setting blew me away. I'm like this is awesome. That was page 1. Just reading page 1 I'm like all right, I I like this I like this book already, right? Mhm. So right after that you you go to character creation. So character creation is Fairly simple, actually. Even for somebody who just picked up the game, uh, it took me about 20 30 minutes to make a character. Um, you go online, and you can get all of the character sheets that you need for free and download them. So you create your scoundrel, with and uh, they have a playbook or like a class. Mm-hmm. So you have like cutters that are like really good fighters, uh, spiders, which are like masterminds, whisperers who are like arcane ad- adepts, uh, hounds, which are trackers and marksmen and stuff. There's different types of class. However, they also give you some points that you can throw into these character creations. So you can kind of personalize it so that not every cutter is like every other cutter. It starts out as a standard,
0: like here's a plain old sheet. Here's points. a
1: sheet. This is, this is what being a cutter would do yeah. for you. And then you add in. It also, on the character sheet itself, which is really nice, it has every special ability that you need for that Character class, so that you don't have to even be flipping through the book to do it. All the gear that would come associated with that, there's only three attributes and 12 skills, four for each attribute linked Mm -hmm. to each attribute. So that's it. So you're not, you don't have tons of proficiencies or different stuff. It's all right there on the character sheet. I like it. It's elegant. That was well done.
0: It sounds simple.
1: After you make your scoundrel and your friends make their scoundrels, you come together and create a crew. And the crews have their own character sheet, right? So, almost like a lair, like a lair. Well, ability. yes and no. I mean, like it does the, cover territory to, because your your crew will increase with experience alongside your character, and you'll get benefits from it, right? And oh, and okay. what you do, it, you, you're basically trying to build a criminal empire. The
0: faction rules. Or the the crew rules? Well, that's what I was saying. It's like you don't you don't play D D fifth, do you? I do. I do oh, do yeah. you? Like some of the monsters when they're in their lair, they get additional abilities. So that's it's, what I was. It's, saying. it's
1: similar to that, I guess. Okay, yeah. But um, yes, similar to that. Okay, I'll, I'll leave it there. Because yeah, <laughs> just similar.
0: That's all I'm okay. saying. You know, nothing so, exact.
1: So each crew, though, you kind of specialize in something. Like you have a focus for your crew, like assassins, who obviously you know they. Well, what do they do? <laughs> well, they orchestrate, you know, accidents and disappearances and stuff like that. You um, say you have a business partner. Just, yeah, just, <laughs> 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 we got bravos that are thugs, focusing on battles and extortion and sabotage and and uh, smash and grabs. Hawkers, which are they deal in vice, uh, shadows, thieves and spies, smugglers. They obviously they do contraband and and then you have cults, which are your acolytes of like a forgotten god. So uh, they focus on like artifact acquisition omens and sacrifices perfect yeah. <laughs> so you know what we're playing. i mean not you don't have like the rules are set up that you can kind of create whatever you want no i just play yeah, yeah. but it's it's using those guidelines helps focus of how how do you progress your empire cuz that's really what this game is all about is building, so building a criminal, criminal empire. empire right see i can't <laughs> so it's To be it's a pretty amoral game so like i was gonna say i I don't know if i could
0: play it It sounds cool and i'd really have to think about it before i get into it but that's something to be honest like like josh the 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 group i have that's them all day they'll do that all day they're all doing it right now (laughs) but yeah me personally i'm like oh i need a good guy this
1: game definitely kind of caters to the whole uh murder hobo type yeah thing.
0: but to be honest hobo they, with a
1: shotgun right but they do it in such a way like i i really did find the character creation and crew creation almost elegant in how you do it and how they advance and everything it it works really well like in fact how the crew stuff advances i think if you could pluck they even pluck that out and throw it into a different type of game it, it, it's i'm already it. it's thinking really, like really uh
0: good. you ever see a lock stock and two smoking barrels oh yeah okay yeah. <laughs> that or uh yeah. Hudson Hawk.
1: I think Peaky, Peaky, <laughs> blind, uh, Peaky Blinders. Stuff like that. I never saw that one. Oh, that's that's an is excellent it? show. All right. So once you get your, your crews together, you know do you, you, the whole game is... I mean, you could have an overarching plot line. You really could. Yeah, but so the way the game is set up, is there's almost no preparation needed by the GM. Like you can have bullet points of kind of a big plot that you have over a long period of time. But most of the time... The crew comes together like the game itself is broken out into phases. So you have like what they call free play. So it's right when you get there, you start your session, you're at your lair or your HQ or whatever you want to call it. And you guys talk to each other, you uh, go places, do whatever, make rules if you have to. But really what you're trying to do is get yourself together to do a score. So you prepare for this score. But it's not like you sit down and, and are like, well, we want to do this. We're going to plan out how to do that. Not like like in Shadowrun, right? Where you, you're going to go on a run. You plan it all out. You get there. Your entire 40 minutes that you spent role-playing of how to plan this out goes out the window in 10 seconds. Well, yeah. Right. This one, th- with this game, you gather your information. You figure out what you want to do. And it's a collaborative. Like, it's a lot of just talking back and forth between the GM. So the players in the GM both have to be pretty creative and and think on their feet when it comes to any of this once they have their goal you choose for the score like what type of is it going to be like a stealthy is it going to be an assassination or whatever Mm -hmm. it may be then you make a role based off of all of the things you did before that that's your planning right once that role is made you jump immediately into the action that determines where you're at in the beginning of it Oh that, yeah, this.
0: Yeah. It that sounds awesome. like this is
1: just written like those movies. I just you know, exactly. And, and was, yeah, just, I,
0: here you go. Putting, I could, that could probably. It's, DM it's it.
1: almost like being a collaborative uh, screenwriter for a movie Let's because say the score itself, you just jump right into the action. You start dealing with problems, but what's really cool is there's no distinction between the present and the past when it when it comes to this. So, this is where the cool flashback mechanic comes in. So. Just for an example, let's say you you your score is you're going to go to a, a wealthy person's home to either uh, steal something or what have you. Mm-hmm. You know it's patrolled by a bunch of uh, blue coat watch. You can say, and this is the PC coming up with it. They say, oh well, you know about a week ago, and then they narrate what they were doing. Like I was at McGillie's pub, and and that watch captain happened to be down there, and I kind of walked down there and slid a couple of bags of gold his way. You make a couple of rolls. In the past, and based on what happened there, if it was successful, you know the guy might just tip his hat and kind of it's walk. It's like
0: a Ocean's Eleven now. Exactly. It was exactly. Huh?
1: Okay.
0: I could, I could probably GM that.
1: Here's I'd the have thing. Have to read it though. Here, here's the thing. Oh yeah, keep going. All right. So and the bad, but no, <laughs> it's it's not that it's the system itself is really cool, but this is definitely not a new newbie type of game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I read this book two times, and I was still. Trying to get two times. To, well, not all of it. Mainly just uh, the rules I section of it. Just gave it to you a week. <laughs> um, I have like to be prepared for this. Do you time. work? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> i'm kidding. <laughs> so every every action that you want to do that will have an out, out impact on the game. Mm-hmm. You, as a player, come up with a uh, narrative for it, right? So, in essence, it's a D6 dice pool. Everything that you want to do is going to be linked to an attribute or a skill. That's how many D6 dice that you get. You can increase that by having somebody help you or making a devil's bargain or something like that. Mm-hmm. But basically, you're rolling however many d six, and you're looking to get a six, right? Uh, six is a full success. And then you have fours and fives, which are... Partial success but with some complications and one through three is doesn't work at all you're not taking all the dice you just you roll them and you take the best one that you rolled if you roll multiple sixes it's called a critical success and, and you get better stuff for it or whatever mm-hmm. here's the thing with this with any type of static difficulty it doesn't differentiate between let's say i'm picking the lock on an old rusty padlock on a gate and picking the lock on a sophisticated bank vault That's where their sliding scales come into play. And this is where it gets, like I said, this is where the clunk really, really comes in. So you have the position you're in. Is it a control position? Are you advantageous? Are you coming at this well-planned, knowing what to do, have the stuff that you need? That will give you a bonus to it or make the effect better. Uh, Is this uh, a risky, which is your normal default? That's a 50-50 chance something could go wrong with that. And then you have a desperate action, which is, just like it sounds, You're, this is an act of desperation. Trying, just trying to do whatever off the seat of your pants. So most of the time, it's that, right? Uh, a lot of okay. times, a kid. <laughs> uh, to be honest, that's how you gain experience too, based on how many desperate rolls you make. Um, then you have the effect sliding scale. You have great effect, so you you uh, achieve more than what was usual. Uh, you have a standard effect, which is you succeed what you and what you want. And you have a limited effect, which means it's a really weak effect. It, it kind of does what you want, but it also has penalties for it Mm -hmm. sounds complicated and it is to be honest because to me you tell me what you want to do and you narrate how you want to do it then you look at the then you look at your skill sheet and say okay i think that what i want to do would be appropriate for this type of skill all right so you have to kind of justify your action with that skill then we then the gm and the player goes back and forth of okay well let's set the what's called the position, the controlled risk, you're desperate, which, is, which isn't too difficult to do. But then you have the effect part of it, which could vary all over the place. So the GM really does have to think on their feet. I know it sounds confusing because I'm confusing myself even just talking about it because it's really hard to, to truly put words to without seeing it in action. I actually went and watched a podcast of people playing the game who were competent in the game. And it flows really, really well. Where I have an argument with it is it would lead to just that argument. GM saying, I think this would happen. Player yeah, saying, no, like I think this could happen. Yeah. I think if if you have a good group that's willing to just, uh, you know, this is just going to be fun. To We're ex- just going to tiptoe around these. You have to ex- I, and, and it almost paradox. sounds like you, you got to accept the narrative. Right. Okay. And, yeah. and there's also paradoxes. So that example I gave you of, you know, trying to bribe the uh, watch captain. Mm-hmm. This happened in the past, right? Here's the thing. Let's say that watch captain... It, it wasn't successful that watch captain ends up pummeling you well you can take harm from that so all of a sudden you have a sprained ankle which is going to really inf- oh, affect from the, from so the ba- so okay, you're in the okay. past would you even go on that uh so you that come, heist yeah, if, if you had a sprained ankle yeah. so so i mean so then you come back into the yeah, yeah right you
0: come back to the present and then you're, you're yeah all of a sudden like you, you, you have a disadvantage right or something, right. right
1: yeah like, <laughs> oh man i forgot about that guy so i mean the <laughs> Should but I to I me, to? that's kind of a minor thing. I mean, to be honest. It's
0: funny. I could see that funny. Right. If, they, if your players would accept it, I could see right. you. I could, yeah, it's ripe for but
1: arguments. The, the, another excellent thing about this game is the players can mitigate a ton of the bad consequences for whatever roles by taking on what's called stress. You take on stress, you get to a certain amount of stress, and you start taking trauma. Now, stress is a double-edged sword. You can take on this stress, mitigate the problems. It doesn't mean it goes away, but you mitigate the problem. But if you gain too much stress, uh, let's say it happens during a score, you're you're taken out of action. You're basically left for dead. You get captured, whatever it may be. You had a bad stomach problem right. or something. When you are done with whatever score Alters. you're doing to get rid of stress, you have to in, indulge in one of your vices, whatever it may be. And you have the, the typical ones: alcohol, drugs, sex, or whatever. But then you have the more esoteric ones, where like you sit in a dark room staring at a brass idol for like three days. But that. Will mitigate your stress so it's a neat mechanic i think to to say okay well it is a d6 system you're trying to get sixes which is hard to do i mean it, i mean the more dice you get obviously the better you are it puts a lot of control in the player's hand which i like a lot because it it means that you can story tell a lot like to me just like you're saying this is like a tv show or movie you guys are basically narrating it and they threw in the role-playing aspect of that because you need yeah, like it sounds it, like it. i remember when i was very very little the first time i picked up a dnd book and it's like what is role playing it's like remember you were playing with cops and robbers with your friends everybody was having fun being a cop or a robber until bang bang i shot you and they said oh no i missed and that's where the dice came in mm-hmm. this like to me this system is really really good at trying to make just a, everybody sitting around narrating something into a role playing game watching people who have done it for a while it looks very natural and, and they give tons of examples in the book, tons of examples, which they have to do. Because if you just read it straight out, you'd be like, what? Mm-hmm. So I personally, I think this game would be just fun to play. I mean, just great to play. There's also another cool mechanic called clocks. So you have different tasks that you want to do. You make a circle, you divide it either four, six or eight. Based on rolls that you make, those clocks will start to fill up. And it could be for goals that you have it could be all uh, right you're on a heist and you know you have a four section clock for if you start failing some of your roles, those sections start getting filled in and the alert the alarm gets sounded or something like that like that that is an awesome awesome mechanic. on the flip side of it sometimes to progress in something you're just making arbitrary roles just to get the, the ticks filled in mm-hmm. so I mean there's So many more merits to this game than cons. I think the the, the biggest con would be having to think on your feet a whole lot. I mean, a whole lot. You have to come up with these scenarios in your head as it's going on. But Mm -hmm. having a good group together who's good at storytelling, it'll slide right in real easy. Just from what you're saying, it sounds as if uh, it would have to be a
0: good Group of yeah. you would probably have to know each other.
1: You'd have to know each other it pretty would, well. It wouldn't be
0: one of those I'm just gonna meet every I mean, maybe as a, a if they have a trial game or something like that, you can yeah. meet together and do a real quick thing. But even then the the GM would have to probably have a, a storyline worked out. But as far as like getting into it, it sounds like it should be, you know, group of people you played with, uh yeah. easy on the rules. And uh This is for old hats. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've been role-playing
1: yeah. for thirty years and I think that like even the, the biggest reading through it. I mean like the maths. biggest problem
0: I see with that is you can make those rules up. But you're right, you know, you, you go back and forth, but then you'd you'd have to learn to accept the fact that it's definitely not for power gamers, I'm gonna guess.
1: Oh, and that's kind of what I like about it actually. Like the, the mid-maxers are are if you have somebody well, I guess mitigating stress is is really good for the mid-maxers. Like, man, like I really because then you, you get to a certain to... point, you're like, "Oh man, I don't want my arm to be broke," but I'm really close to being completely filled on stress. Like, is that worth? it? Yeah, the... you know,
0: that's what I'm saying. You, right. you would have
1: to accept. Yeah, I guess that's your outlet there. Yeah, but and, I just and see... the crew mini game aspect of it, yeah. which I really because the advancements are narrative and they're mechanical and they blend together really. Like I was, I've never seen a game that did that well. Normally, it's like a separate offset of the game that just bogs down the game entirely this one it it fluidly flows right into the actual gameplay hmm. and I, I mean if if even if you don't play the game i would pick up this book and read just the faction rules because they are that good they give charts on on how to gain territory or or get influence and it flows really really well hmm. i was thoroughly impressed with that aspect of it
0: well, that's cool the uh Lost my train of thought there. Uh, the <laughs> no, go ahead. Oh. I, I truly lost my. Try. I was well, going to say some, and even profound. getting back to the
1: to the uh, stress aspect of it. Yeah, I get stressed when you out. Uh, when you indulge your vice to get rid of your stress. You could actually overindulge yourself, and either get, you know go on a bender, get picked up by the watch, or or oh, go okay. in a dark room yeah, and nobody knows. where. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So the next heist, you might not even be there. I think that's what I was going to say about stress. Is you could stress yourself out, but you
0: have to take the consequences of the stress, and you
1: can't mitigate that stress away, right? You no. can't you, once, by by indulging your vice. You can you can. That's get the rule where it stops. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. But if, okay, if, okay, you you get, if you get if you get, we'll just call it stressed out, or or you, you fill your bar four times over a course. You you're the characters because once you fill up your stress, you you take on a trauma of a personality trait, obviously of of this mounting stress that you've had. And once you do that, I think it's four times. You have to retire the character. They they can no longer really function society well. So I mean, it, it's it's really is a great game. It's it's a very very clunky mecha- rules mechanic. I, I like that. That's funny. It's a very clunky rules mechanic. I can't. That would fall. There's under, no way to, to to sugarcoat it. That but, would fall
0: under the gang when you get four. I I'm, I'm just just going through my head like somebody stresses out four times. Oh yeah. And that's what would be the gang where they would come together and be like, Hey, we got to do this job. Uh, well, we can't use Josh no more. He went crazy last game. So, you know, or, or the last, you know, he did this or what and then it becomes part of the game. So yes. then Josh would have to make him a new guy. And
1: I, I like love, I love the aspect that it's it's storytelling. You you yes. sit around and everybody gets to use their imagination. Everybody, everyone in the group, you're not just gonna have somebody who's just like, Well, I'm the fighter. Like everybody has to, you're always going to have that guy. Well, <laughs> not. Kidding. I mean, there is one in every group—the guy who just kind of sits there and just really, really likes rolling dice and and doing. That. And that's fine. Like some people, that really floats their boat. For me, I love telling stories. I love, and I think this will fit really well with with like-minded people who who love storytelling. Yeah. And it, with an experienced group of role players who can tiptoe a, kind of around the clunkiness of the game, this will shine. It looks really fun to play.
0: It really sounds funny. like the clunkiness will go away once you use it more.
1: Yeah, uh, I think I, or we'll just like anything. The yeah, there, yeah. yeah smells out the take the, the rough edges off. Like The paradoxes will still be there, but uh, really I see what they're trying to do, you know? So to me, what they're trying to do is cooler than maybe a paradox type of thing. Happening. Yeah, that's I fine. Paradox you know. is awesome.
0: The paradox? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And 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 flash for well, you could do that because you're all ready to go. I paid the guy, and then you flash back, and you're telling a story, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Wait a minute, you know," because you might remember it. I've done that. No, no, that was a good time. No, I remember you fell down on. Well, oh crap. (laughs) (laughs) Your
1: legs <laughs> <laughs> well, and there is limits to the flashback. though. you can't like, let's, the, the example the they gave us up. is really good. Like, let's say you're, you're out somewhere and a watch captain comes up to you to question you. You can't be like, well, the, the other day I uh, went to his house and killed him. Uh, like, no, right. Yeah, they're like, this, yeah, yeah. that's already something that's already established part of the narrative. You can't go back and erase. You can't change. You can't do right. time travel. Right. But you could like in their example, be like, let's say. You're at a party, and this watch captain comes up to you, and you say, "Okay, I go back because I'm I want to try to impress somebody there with how witty or or you know mm-hmm. well," I, and you could do that to to mitigate what would happen. Yeah, there. you can't change the actual right. Yeah, you can change the
0: result, but you can't erase it. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, that's cool. You know, Back well, to the Future type thing. Where you're yeah. <laughs> oh boy, what uh, one to ten? What are you gonna give this thing? Nine point five. Really?
1: Yeah. Wow. Even with the clunkiness, nine point five. This this game like is to me it, it'd be awesome to play i mean that's that now that's the opinion of nate elwood who really likes steampunk dark horror victorian cities as well yeah, who cares what he said <laughs> okay. and the fact that it's not just i mean you're not just dealing with the watch and and you have an oh, entire tracker in here about all these other factions is there and magic games. in here or no oh yeah yeah oh, okay. i mean there's there's demons and I mean, ghosts are extremely prevalent throughout this entire game. Yeah, you didn't even get to that part about it. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, there, there is a magic aspect to it. It is a fantasy city. And the way that they blend it in is well done, too. Um, like I said, this this I think this book was, like, catered for my taste. That's probably why I uh, get it okay. such a high. Because, I mean, I love steampunk. I love dark fantasy. I, I really, really... The first, like I said, when I read page one and it gave that description i was hooked i'm like this is awesome all right now the clunkiness though to to be honest taking it out of that 10 spot was strictly for the clunkiness of the of the system i i like the clocks i like how the 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 crews like i can't tote how well that is character creation is easy everything's there for you you know you don't have to keep flipping through everything to find it it's there's so much good for this game but it's definitely like we were saying you need a dedicated group who's known each other for a while are good role players are good storytellers and can power through probably one or two games before they start to really get into the swing of how the game works. But once you do this, this would be definitely a couple of months of real fun. And they even suggest like after a while you start like a season two where you take on a completely new game gang. And all of a sudden your gang is now one of their rivals. that's cool. I mean, there's, there's a lot of really cool things you can do with this game. All
0: right well that's good yeah
1: but we have we have copies for sale too right come and pick it up I'm telling you huh you'll like it You do yeah
0: well yeah I got them and um, yeah well anything else what are we gonna do next
1: uh that's a good question as always uh, people please leave comments if you so watch this and if you have a game even even if it's an older game or whatever, just be like, hey, I really don't <laughs> <to> know. <laughs> yeah, really what's like, <laughs> we like newer games, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean if they're like, hey, what's your opinion on whatever? Uh hit us oh, up. Yeah, yeah. Leave a comment. Yeah, 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 You yeah. know, and uh and I'll be more than happy to to review whatever games people are, are looking to see. Okay. Um, I was thinking maybe uh, uh Doctor Who because uh I've heard good things about it, but uh yeah, we'll we'll, figure we'll it take out. a look. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll put it up it there. Out. We're pretty I'll good about, about that all right uh, yes go get the book any (laughs) well worth it
0: any last uh anything
1: else you can think of uh come on down to immortals play some games guys it's it's rainy out it's cleveland ohio and summer in the rain come avoid the sun and enjoy games (laughs) (laughs) sun is bad yeah
0: all right give us a call uh 216-712-7169 check our website immortalsinc.com um Pretty much you go, and Facebook, and Twitter, and Twitch, and Instagram, and all that good stuff. We're all on there. Uh, Check us out. Friday Night 40Ks. Friday Night 40Ks starting yep. up. Nate's going to be here. We yeah. got a whole bunch of demo games for-
1: Kill Team. I'm Primarily, kill team? I'm, I'm focusing on Kill Team. team. Yeah, honestly. we're
0: going to focus on Kill Team, but we do have 40K, yeah. Kill Team, well, it, Titan, it, Anything? 40 Yeah, yeah uh, Nec- Necromunda, I think, something else. I can't remember. Armageddon. Armageddon. Whatever. whatever. Yeah, something like that. If we've it's 40K, whole, come on terrain, up. Terrain, like you wouldn't believe. And uh, mats and table space. Yeah. So we're good. And uh, we're usually here later on Friday, right, Josh? Yeah, 11. And until, until they kick us out. Well, yeah, right. I don't, <laughs> any person, I don't care. Whatever. They're accommodating. <laughs> <laughs> Give Nate a key and just call it a day. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, any, uh, let me try and think, anything else? Oh, summer. Yes. Closed space down here. Everybody make sure you're fresh. <laughs> it, it's yes. I'm not being rude. I love my customers, but right, yeah, we all have right. bad days. just yes. summertime and yes. we're trapped in the AC with you. <laughs> so uh, other than that, I'm good. Yeah. Until next time, indeed. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.